It's 1049 The Morning X. Kev here in the 1049 The Morning X. It is Monday morning, and I know Mondays feel horrible. And uh, we had a lot of crappy, sad news over the weekend, so I just like to cleanse your palate a little bit of all the crappy news and give you some positive news stories. This is your weekly dose of good news. Last week, there was a viral video going around of a red truck that got tossed around by a tornado in Texas. There was a 16-year-old kid named Riley Leon driving. Uh, luckily, he's going to be all right, but a uh, dealership in Fort Worth is helping him out by giving him a new truck to replace the one that got banged up. Look at that. You go viral, and you get free stuff. Especially if you go viral getting your ass kicked by Mother Nature. Good for him. A uh, nurse in North Carolina drove to lottery headquarters last Thursday after she thought she won $600. Now, unfortunately, she found out that she did not win $600. But the good news is that she found out she actually won $114,000. Holy crap. Yeah, when you misread your scratch-off ticket and find out you're actually uh, six figures richer, that's a good day. Uh, There's a mother duck who hatched her eggs in the courtyard of a maternity ward in Florida the other day. This is a video of staff members leading her through the hospital and out the front door along with ten little ducklings. That's cute. And a dad in Northern California just broke a world record by running a half marathon in two hours and 19 minutes. Here's the catch. He was pushing all five of his quintuplets in a stroller. Nice. <laughs> if he was a single dad, he would have just scored so many points with uh, women looking to date a single dad. And he's done stroller runs before, but says this one is his last. Yeah, I'd be done after that, too. They're four years old now, so it's a lot of weight to push. Although, I don't know if it's safe to run while pushing a stroller. Especially for 13 miles or whatever. That is your weekly dose of good news. Someone dropped off free donuts in the kitchen. We're going to go down there and lick them all. That's hot. We'll be right back on The Morning X. What a point of the morning, X. Uh, it's Kev here. Uh, Matt and Chelsea are in the room. I brought you down here so I could brag to you. I don't know if you will all watch the uh, 10 o'clock WIFR news last night, 23. I what? didn't. Watch it, Matt? Yeah, it's appointment viewing I, every night for me. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. You turn it on? Every single night. So then what am I here to talk about? Um, your new coat? No. <laughs> I think that was sarcasm. Was that sarcasm, Matt? It was sarcasm. <laughs> well, uh, I was on the 23 News last night at 10 o'clock. Oh. Look at you. I was contacted by a producer of theirs, and uh, they were trying to get local comedians to come on and talk about the Will Smith uh, and uh, Jada thing. Oh. Uh, the Chris Rock Oscars thing. And uh, I have the clip. I hope that people don't start coming to my shows and punching me in the face. And that's it, everybody. <laughs> did you Stop. did you slap the reporter at all? No, I didn't. No. There, there was actually more to it. Especially after the incident that shocked viewers Sunday night when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock across the face. But comedian Kevin Wood says his concern ignites because a lot of talent performs at smaller venues, like bars and restaurants, where security is scarce. You're in a very intimate setting, you know, the closest audience member is two feet away and if you say the wrong thing with the wrong person there you never know when that's going to happen you know it's true right Matt? right i've never been assaulted up there just you? because you haven't doesn't mean it can't happen right right it was you say the wrong thing in front of the wrong person who's having a bad day mm-hmm. uh and you know you could you could trigger somebody people yeah. can throw a chair very easily yeah. or a drink uh-huh or a drink, or a drink. A glass. i have had a bottle of water thrown at me <gasps> oh. uh, but it wasn't like an angry thing 
I drank the rest of my water on stage, and someone thought I needed more water and hurled a full bottle of water out of the darkness at me. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, so it was just more of they're trying to help you out. That wasn't out of anger, no. But it made me realize how easy it would be for the audience to throw something at me, and I wouldn't see it coming. I mean, if anything, this is how they should have handled it. If you don't like it, bring a sack of tomatoes, because that's how they used to do it back in the day, and just start throwing the tomatoes. In medieval times? Yes, no. that's how, about this? how you do it. How about this? Don't approach the stage or throw things. How about that? <laughs> Please don't uh, right, assault the performers no. on stage. No, I actually talked to the reporter. Stephanie Quirk is the reporter from WIFR that I talked to, uh, and my friend Jordan Lindvall was the producer there who brought uh, who brought me in for that. And uh, I was talking to her for a while, actually. Like we talked, you know, she asked me about like how I felt about it, like the Will Smith thing and all that. So we talked for about ten minutes, but those are the those are the two five second clips that she used. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I looked really cute. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go watch rewatch it. Did you put any makeup on? Like, did they powder your face before they? No, no, it's just all Kevin natural. Kevin is naturally glowing. Can you see that? Do you see his face? It's true. Look at that lotion. You need his you need his skincare routine. <laughs> I know I need to use more lotion on my face anyway. Yes. Uh, oh my gosh. I did, I did post a link uh, to the report on the X Rockford uh, Facebook page. If you want to go uh, watch it, there's more to it. Com- comedian Marcos Lara is in it as well. Oh, I know him. Wow. Uh, he thought that I gave his name to them. He, he messaged me in the middle of the night. Thanks for telling the news about me. I'm like, wasn't me. <laughs> but, uh, uh, we know Chris Rock's ticket sales have gone up like 800% for sure. since this. So maybe it is a good thing to get slapped in the face. And that's what I, I did say that. Uh, and she cut that part out. I wish we would have left it in. Because I said, if Will Smith wants to come to my show and punch me right. in the face, I would welcome that. That would, would be great publicity. Will Smith slapped me in the face. That would be <laughs> awesome. I do the Carlton dance right there. Right. <laughs> do you guys remember the episode of Family Guy where Peter Griffin? came up and ran and punched somebody in the face that was on stage. Yes. That's probably how Chris Rock felt. <laughs> I still think it was I think it was staged. It, I don't, I'm a conspiracy I, guy. I don't. I, I conspiracy Matt thinks it was staged. I I don't. It's not a good look for anybody. It, no. It, it's but, if it were a conspiracy we would know by now. Right. Maybe. They would have come out and said it. It did create the greatest gif of all time or gif and however, however you want to say it memes that that like photo of Chris Rock falling backwards and Will Smith slapping him. Oh, that yeah. is the greatest meme of all time. That's like the Batman and Robin comic strip yep. thing. It's just like <laughs> that. It's going to be funny forever. Yeah. Forever. Oh, man. Forever. If you want to see my dumb grin on the news, you can go see that on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. You finally made it. Congratulations. Yeah. Can I get your autograph? You may. I'll write it in crayon. Rockford's own Rock Morning Show. It's a good show. This is a damn good show. The Morning X with Kev. Little the Morning X, Kev, and uh, Matt and I made a bet, and uh, I lost, so I'm going to have to pony up. Uh, I am the winner. I am uh, now, I now owe Matt the grand sum of five U.S. American dollars. Big time. <laughs> uh, because I thought, I thought that the Foo Fighters would play the Grammys anyway. Oh, no, too soon. I didn't know the Grammys were that soon. That's why I made oh. the bet. I thought they were like a couple months away. I don't know when the hell things are. I don't watch those award shows. Yeah, who knows, right? Uh, yeah, right. So I thought maybe they'll they'll do it as a tribute, or at least Dave himself would play. You know, remember when he did Blackbird over the uh, the yes, in memoriam? That was awesome. You know, so like stuff like that. But uh, you know, I guess too soon. It's this weekend. 
It's the sixth. I think it's next weekend. Okay, so yeah, next weekend. But still, weekend. way too soon to, for yeah, them to get yeah. together. Had I known that, I wouldn't have made that stupid bet. Because they, yesterday they <laughs> they canceled all of their tour dates, which understandably so. I mean, how can they go on? But now you think, I believe this will be the end of the Foo Fighters, I but don't, you don't think so. I don't, because Dave Grohl's not just going to retire from music. He's going to do what he well, loves to do. He's, I thought maybe he would go on as a solo, you know, and stuff. I mean, they were a band for like almost 30 there years. There are other good drummers out there. They of course can, there they are. They can find somebody and continue the Foo Fighters. Of course they are. Dave, I, hope, I hope they do. The Foo Fighters is his family. You don't quit being a family just because your cousin dies. That's true. You know what I mean? So you really you have to go out there and do what you do and do what you love to do, and Taylor would want him to do that. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Um, Unless they had that conversation, hey, if something happens to me, don't go on with the band. I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't think, think I find that it happened. hard to believe that that would have happened. I don't think that happened, but man, what a dick punch that was. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's it's still, I, I still don't feel like it's real, but yeah. you know. You know, when I saw it, I was like, oh, oh. It's yeah. one of those, you it's know? A, it's a, it is a huge loss, for Ugh. sure. Anyway, hey, how about this week's nerd news? <laughs> right? Nerd news. Also, my, I'll expect that $5. That I... Oh, we never signed anything. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to pay up on that, I don't think. Good luck taking me to court on that. <laughs> Go to Judge Judy. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is now the first actor to have three movies on the all-time most popular English-language Netflix movie list. Ryan Reynolds reminds me of Matthew Perry, but better. <laughs> like a better version of Matthew Perry. He's kind of like, could I be more of a movie star? Like he's sort of like that. Sort, oh yeah, sort of guy. The thing is, he plays Ryan Reynolds in every movie. Of course he does. It's like Christopher Walken. If he played anybody else, we'd be upset, right? But I enjoy Ryan. I enjoy most of his stuff. Oh, I do. I do. I'm saying I've, I've liked all the movies I've seen with him. Yeah. Uh, it's just like it's, he's the same guy though. Deadpool. Yes, and... of course he is. He's every. He's the same person in every movie. Of you course. Watch the Adam Project. I do. It's supposed to be good. It's good. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, kind of Star Warsy. Oh, and, good. And they reference how Star Warsy it is inside the movie. It's pretty funny. I like when they do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for reference, uh, Red Notice was number one so far. Uh, I've seen it. Good movie. The other two that he's in are The Atom Project and uh, Six Underground. I've never seen that one. Sandra Bullock is the only other one with multiple on the list. I love her too. Bird Box and uh, well, something else. <laughs> I think Sandy Bullock and Keanu should team up for a movie on Netflix. Didn't they do a movie already where he like puts his junk in the mailbox and she can grab his junk like 10 years later in the same mailbox? I don't think so. Was that them? Yeah, they did a movie together where, well, like, where like he could put a message in a mailbox and she gets it 10 years later. Well, maybe a movie. The that, whole movie was that? I don't know. It's some chick flick. You know what? A non-chick <laughs> flick movie. All right. I want to see Speed 3. Keanu, Sandra Bullock. They're both in their 50s. <laughs> I don't know. Something. Oh no, if this rascal scooter goes. That's right. More than. The Denny's is about to blow up and they have to get there and stop it so they can eat dinner at four. Oh, oh God. I love, Ke- I love Keanu Reeves. Both of those two human beings and Sandy are gorgeous for being as old as they are. I, well, I believe that Keanu Reeves is undead. Like he's a vampire of, some, of sorts. Probably. Uh, HBO Max producing a uh, prequel series to It. Really? With Pennywise the Clown. Stephen King book turned into a couple of movies. And uh, they're doing a prequel series to it now that'll show you the origins of all that stuff. I won't be watching it. Not everything needs an origin story. Can I just say that? As much as I love it and I love Stephen King, not everything needs the origin story. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree too. I mean, this is your territory with the scary Stephen King for sure. And I just, no thanks. I don't, why do we need to know where it comes from? From the sewer, the end. Right. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't come from the sewer, but the problem I have with it is that they covered where it came from in the movie. Where does he come from? In the book. Like, they, they, they mean, like, it's just there's like some inherent evil from worlds beyond. 
Like, he's not just from the sewer. Are we going to see young it, like Anakin Skywalker, <laughs> doing pod races? Like, he's got to be the kid from Jingle All the Way again. <laughs> like, we see it. He's like in a, a soapbox derby race when he's a kid. <laughs> and that's when he decides he wants to kill everybody. Bob Gray is the guy's real name, and he becomes Pennywise the Clown, and uh, then becomes... Uh, like the Joker. An amalgam of evil, yeah. So we're going to like a Joker story, kind of. Here's some shocking news. A uh, study found that fans of Fast and Furious movies tend to speed more. Really? <laughs> that's the end of that story. No, but really, that's a, that's a real fact, I guess. They also have poor taste in movies. Yeah, they do. God, how is there 10 of those things? I, or 11, or how many are there? It says a lot, doesn't it? There's a lot. <laughs> I, one was like a novelty, two was I get like, it. okay. But yeah, as soon as Tokyo Drift came out, it was like, all right, we've done enough And they here. keep adding people. Like The Rock came in there around <laughs> number five, and then Jason Statham, and they, they just keep throwing people in there. Did you ever see the 2015 reboot of Vacation? I wanted to. You say it's good. I, I just didn't say well, that. Well, someone told me that it was good. No, it was with uh, Ed Helms. Yeah, I know. Uh, Christina I, Applegate. I did not see it. Uh, but apparently Chris Hemsworth in it, uh, they show his junk, and it's very, very large. He has large junk? Unfortunately, I hate to break it to you, Matt. It was a prosthetic. No, oh. uh, he has a fake wiener. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth uh, apparently still has the prosthetic. Holly Whacker. Uh, and he keeps on like a mantle in his house. So there's a scene when he's like just. I've never seen the movie, so I, I don't know either. But apparently, and apparently, when you see a guy's junk on a movie, it most of the time is the prosthetic. And there's a guy. That makes a lot of them. So they call him Hollywood's number one penis maker. His name is Matthew Mungle. <laughs> That's a great name for a penis maker. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matthew Mungle, and I will construct your. Schlong. Yes. It looks like a large. Uh... Hacker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Good God. Long, smooth shaft. All right, we get it. So he keeps it like in a glass jar, then, right? On his mantle? Is that what he says? Special spot in his house. I hope he keeps it next to his hammer from Thor. That's what I hope. <laughs> uh, and uh, yes, you're correct. He does? It was uh, apparently, this is what the guy said. This is a quote from uh, Matthew Dongle or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Matthew Dongle? Appar I don't think that's it. Apparently, he was so proud of it, he had it on his mantle right next to Thor's hammer. Hmm, that's a, a conversation starter. Or Thor's dingus. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then God. the nerds is your news. This is the Morning X. If spilling hot coffee on your crotch was a morning show, <laughs> that would be us. It's 1049 The Morning X. It is Kev, and uh, you are witnessing the first time I've ever been in the same room knowingly as an owl. It, it's kind of amazing. Donald's here from Who Haven. For, well, welcome, Donald. Welcome hey, to the good, show. good morning. Uh, I don't know why we haven't had you in before. I, I don't either. That, you know, I'm always down the hallway. I, say, I understand you visit B103 all the time, and uh, here you are today, and they're like, he brought an owl. I'm like, well, then we're, we're stealing him. <laughs> <laughs> so you've actually uh, got something going on next week. What's happening? We do. Uh, Prairie Street Brew House is hosting us. Um, it is our annual wine tasting event. Uh, this year's theme is celebrating 20 years of magic with Harry Potter. Um, uh -huh. So it's going to be a magical night. So we're super excited. Yeah, 20 years of Harry Potter. Hard to believe it's been that long. Right? When I heard 20 years, I was like, are you sure? And so, yeah, we're super excited. Um, I think the event is 80% sold out because um, so many people know Harry Potter and love Harry Potter. Sure. And the generation.
generation that was raised with Harry Potter is in their 30s to 40s. Are so, now of the wine drinking age. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah. Absolutely. So I think that's why this year's event is so popular. Um, on top of all the magical things that are happening at the event that people are excited about as well. Uh, will there be owls present at the event? There will be owls and live animals. And um, we have Johnny, who is a, a magician, and um, he is actually going to be running our wand shop. Um, so you can actually purchase a hand-carved wand, and <laughs> no he, will, he will make magic come alive before your eyes. So wait a minute. The hand-carved wands, he's, he's not carving them on the spot. They were hand-carved by a lady. Okay. She hand-carved over 75 of them for us and donated them. That's, so pretty that's, special. That's a lot of work. It was a lot of work on her part. That's very cool. There's you know there's a ton of Harry Potter fans. You're you're definitely not going to be in short supply of that for exactly. sure. Exactly. Um, and you brought a friend with you here today, as we mentioned. Uh, who'd you bring with you? Her name is Qatar, and she's a great horned owl. Um, she is one of many of Who Haven's educational ambassadors. So her job is to travel around the state line, go to schools and programs, and educate people that we have something beautiful here on Earth, and we need to take care of it and. Preserve it. Does she make a good salary doing that? Or? <laughs> she 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 gets three mice a day, which is let me tell you very wow. expensive, um, especially with the um, rising cost of everything. Her her mice have went up in cost. Now, did you yourself train her? Are you, are you a trainer? Um, so my family does own and run Who Haven Wildlife. Uh, we are uh, thirty five years old, and wow. all of our birds. Uh, me and my mom both live on site, and all of our birds are handled every single day by our trainers. Um, it takes a lot of work, a lot of passion, um, blood, sweat, and tears. So. I, I would imagine they're not quite as easy to train as a puppy. Uh, they're, they're not, um, and it's more about giving them love and affection. Um, and when I say that, it's not sitting in there coddling them and petting them. Sure. It's the, your first six months is sitting in there talking to them. Literally, you just walk in the enclosure and you give them a love and affection by staying 20 feet away and saying, how are you this morning? <laughs> you know, Do you, do you want to interact with me? Um, and then we move on from there after a couple of months and um, start getting them used to the glove. I like the respect. I like the uh, the the distance, the space, you know, to start off. Because I mean, you're dealing with a bird of prey. You you have to respect wildlife. Um, even when they've been on your glove for, uh, well, I'll I'll use Matava for instance. Matava is a turkey vulture that's 30 years old, and I'm 31. Uh, <laughs> we have known each other our whole lives. Wow. Um, and I still give him the respect that he's a wild animal, and, even though he's been on my glove yeah. my whole entire life. And how long does an owl live generally? Um, it just kind it kind of depends 10 to 15, 20 years, but it also depends on the species. So some sure. species live a lot longer. <laughs> I was so, say, yeah, 31, yeah. that's yeah. pretty uh... And then we have we have an owl that only lives five to six years. Um, so every species is different, but the, the number I threw out there is more in general of all the owls kind of combined together. Great. Well, where can we see uh, pictures and learn more about what you guys do and more about the event? Oh my gosh, please go to our Facebook page. Um, all you do is go to the search bar on Facebook and type in H-O-O Haven, that's Who Haven, and we'll pop right up instantly. Excellent. Donald, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's 1049 The Morning X at 848. Kev here and Jamie's here from Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary. Hey, Jamie. Hello. Good morning. Uh, how's it going? Pretty uh, uh, First of all, my wife and I have been uh, following the Noah's Ark Facebook page, and uh, we want to say congratulations to Patches finally yeah, going home. Finally, <laughs> Patches uh, had some problems, I think, but uh, we were we were rooting for Patches for yeah, sure. No, we were all rooting for Patches. He just had I don't know what's wrong with that dog. <laughs> He's he fell in love with the person that adopted him though, and it was a really good fit. And I'm much much more hopeful about this for him than prior. So that's great. Yeah. 
Excellent. So that's good to see. The, that's good to see the ones that were uh, having some trouble finally going home. So that's good. Uh, but who did you bring with us t- I, today? I brought Sunshine, and she is the opposite of Patches. <laughs> um, Sunshine is a four-year-old little pit mix. She's like me, be 40 pounds. She's a little bitty thing. Um, she came in as a stray a month ago. Sure. Um, emaciated. I mean, she was skin and bones, looked like absolute garbage, um, and... We've been joking about like because she's got terribly saggy nipples because she's just been bred over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do look like cow udders. Yeah, a she's bit. she's it's not good. The rest of her is very cute, but her nipples are a little distracting. Um, <laughs> it's, it's all right. But her personality makes up for it. Um, she's absolutely like just a dream. Like while Kevin and I were talking in here, she's laying on my chest in the chair. Like she's a very affectionate Quiet. dog. She loves children. She's great with people. She's potty trained. She's very well mannered. Uh, she just doesn't really like other dogs, which after being bred over and over and over for the last four years, I really can't say I blame her. Probably makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah, she's she's probably just over it. You know, she did lay on you. Yeah, no, she literally she will lay on you. She's a nice <laughs> like if you much probably about the same price to adopt her as a way to blanket, <laughs> which this is way better. Um, but um, no, she's right. she's super sweet. She's a great dog. Um, huh. Yeah, she good. is. And you know what? I think my mom has a pit mix as well, and they. Uh, do love to be lap dogs. Yeah, they especially the bigger they are, usually the more of a lap dog and they are. They don't realize how big they are. I no. think, uh, but it's it's really sweet. But no, they're they're pits in general are like to, like all the ones we have now are obnoxiously affectionate. Like they are such needy dogs. All they want to do is love you and. And it's it's an unfortunate stigma that's on, oh, yeah. on the pit bull. No, and then you get you know there's you know a, one out of every couple hundred that's had a bad owner that absolutely raises just what's uh. From that Stephen King movie. Cujo. Yeah, and we had a Cujo there, and unfortunately his name was also Cujo, and he was also just a phenomenal dog. Yeah. But, like, you know, they raise them to be these awful animals, and, you know, the one gets in the news, and then it's this bad rap, and then it right. tanks it for all these other dogs that are absolutely, like, just, I don't know, f- wonderful, wonderful dogs. Yeah. Uh, I've pretty much only had positive experiences with the pit bulls that, that you've brought in. The pit yeah. mixes are always very sweet, oh super sweet. They want to hug. They want to, you know, they want to get in your lap. Just loving on you. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, we get a lot of dogs in, and I'll tell you, I've been there for almost, between volunteering and working, I've been there for about five years. Yeah. Um, I've been bit by Border Collies. I've been almost bit by German Shepherds. My coworker just got bit a couple weeks ago by a purebred Black Lab. Uh, he went for her face. Luckily, he only got her arm. Um, and then the Chihuahuas and the Yorkies. <laughs> uh, like when one comes in or I know someone's scheduled to come in from the wait list, I'm just like, well, probably going to get bit today. Yeah. And, but it's not the pits. I'm never, I've never been worried about the pits. I'm never afraid of the pits. I know like it's the, it's the other dogs. Yeah. This, you know, the scary thing is, you know, the pit, pits are really strong. Yeah. They're beef dogs. Cakes. So if they do yeah. get irritated, they're more you know, dangerous than say a Yorkie. Yeah, you know if, what I mean. Yeah. That's and that, and that and that's unfortunate, but it's not their fault. It's no, it's a, not. It's a and any dog can be dangerous. You yes, know, no, just, absolutely. And, and, and again, the, we get we get a lot of dogs in, and the ones that we have really really bad uh, situations with, it's very rarely is it the pit bulls. Right. It's uh, <laughs> it's the other ones. It's the little tiny a holes like the, the one ones I have. And then, like <laughs> we had uh, we had this golden doodle last year surrendered. Awful. Absolutely. He was such a mean, really? nasty dog. Yes, he was terrible. I would have never And it, you know what? He that. got scooped right up because it was a golden doodle. If you would have put it in a lineup and said, which one of these is the mean dog? Yeah. I would never have picked no, a golden it was, doodle. It was, no, he, you walk in, he was a mean dog. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, it's always, I don't know. We get a lot of pits in and I know County gets a lot of pits in and sure. like, 
it's usually not them. It's the person. Like, and if we do get a mean one, it's not because they're inherently mean. It's the person. Is the the saying true? There's no bad dogs, bad owners. Yes. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, dogs can definitely be like us. They can be wired wrong. Sure. Sometimes they just are not. They get dealt a bad hand. They're not genetically right there, and that comes from terrible breeding it's not doing health checks and people that breed their dogs over and over like sunshine was which you know she's really great but we have no idea who she was bred with and what those puppies ended up being like um but like you know you get responsible breeders that do health testing and genetic testing and make sure like the dogs and they don't breed dogs that have any aggressive tendencies tendencies but like the pits get bred over and over and over because sure. somebody's trying to turn a buck and make you know hundred dollars off oh, the gaudy x blah 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 and it's just it's a pit bull. It's like, which again, I love them, but like people need to stop. Yeah. And we've been told there are psychological things as well. Like, you mm-hmm. know, if you take them away from the mother too yeah. early, too young. That's... I just had a conversation with somebody the other day that said they got a purebred dog from a breeder who's been doing it for years. They gave him the puppy at five weeks old. That is like a recipe for disaster with the breed that it was because you when you take them away that early like you they don't learn all the things they need like bite inhibition mm-hmm. you're going to get a super bitey dog if it's taken away from mom way too early and you're not going to have a dog that knows how to socialize and take cues from other animals and people and like it is a recipe for disaster. Well, I will tell you and uh, this is why we know this is because is when we got Chewy we didn't know that mm-hmm. but he was uh, between six and seven weeks when we got him yeah and that's at least a little bit better but yeah no yeah. you you want them to stay with their mom till they're at least eight weeks old because mom will teach them right um but again good breeders aren't going to give dogs away early and bad breeders <laughs> are and the bad breeders and people again the backyard breeders are the ones screwing it up for the good dogs yeah well uh if you want to uh adopt sunshine what do you got to do oh my gosh you can come down and even if you just want to come meet her if you're on the fence about a dog because she does need to be the only pet in the home yeah um again she's probably just sick and tired about animals and taking care of babies um but you could just pop down today we're open from 10 to f- kennels open until 4 30 we do have lunch from 12 to 12 30 but you can come down and meet her she does phenomenal with children especially like she is so gentle and careful and like pays attention to them like and she again she's such a sweet dog and like she definitely needs a little work on the leash, but besides that, I mean, she's potty trained. She is very, very gentle. She, You can hand her a treat of any kind, and she's going to mm. take it so carefully out of your hand. Like She is a really wonderful dog. She just needs somebody who's going to – she's going to be the main fa- focus in the home as far as a pet. Um, Excellent. But yeah, and you can give us a call if you had any other questions or wanted to set something up on a later date just because she has been available for a little while, and I think it's probably because she does not really care for other dogs Yeah, is why she hasn't been adopted yet. But outside of that, like she really is probably one of the best dogs we have in the kennel behavior-wise. Like She's she's great. Right. We'll post a picture up on our Facebook page, as always, at the X Rockford. And uh, Jamie from Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary, thank you very much. Thanks. Yeah. 104.9 The Morning X. Hi, Matt Hall. Hey, Kevin. Uh, good morning. Yeah. Hanging in there? Yeah, it doesn't sound like you are, though. Keeping those uh, keeping those nipples warm? Uh, my nipples are always hard. On this cold Christmas day? Uh, yeah, I can always cut diamonds with mine. Hot or cold? <laughs> Me too. I'm on edge all the time, you know? Me too. I don't know what that is, but my wife has complained about it. Why are your nipples always hard, you know? <laughs> I'm like, we're kneeling in front of a casket. Don't point that out right Stop. now. Too far, sir. What do you mean, too far? I don't know anymore. Why? Why would you come in here and joke shame me? Why would you do that? I am offended. Why would you, a comedian, (laughs) joke shame me on the air? How dare you, sir? I ought to slap you, silly. (laughs) Don't you dare. I I ought to Chris Rock you. Um, Is getting Will Smithed like a a thing now? I think it is. You know, don't make me Will Smith you. Yeah. 
Now it's just a thought for any time anybody gets attacked for a joke. Oh they've been Will Smith. Oh my God. It's never going away. Man, it's never going away. <laughs> Neither are misconnections, apparently. Yay! That's right. We have scoured the Rockford Craigslist in the misconnections section to find out who's looking for love out there, who's trying to reconnect with somebody that maybe they lost their information or just looking for general dates or whatever, they usually show up in the misconnections section on Craigslist. Lots of hard nipples out there in Craigslist. Oh, yeah. It's uh, hard nipple central. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to figure out which one to start with. Let's start with this one. Looking for the guy that was giving hands-on woodworking techniques. This is out of DeKalb. Hmm. Oh, I know there. So do you. Yeah, Matt grew up there. I now live there. Yep. Uh, It says, I'm looking for the guy who posted will to teach... Proofread your sentences, people. Uh, I'm looking for the guy who posted to teach woodworking techniques. I'm very interested. <laughs> mm. Just come on. How about interested? <laughs> I'm very interested. <laughs> My life. US and A. Um, just got into woodworking and trying to learn the correct ways to finish wood projects. See, I don't think this is sexual. I think this is just a guy looking for some help with his woodworking. This guy generally wants to learn how to make a cabinet. I like a wood. Yeah, I think I think he just wants help finishing yeah, his kitchen or whatever. He's looking to make a table? Yeah, a chair, something. Should take Moses' table-making demonstration over there on Shroot Farms. <laughs> That's right. How do you make a table, Kevin? You make a chair. <laughs> you make a chair, but you don't sit on it. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. I'm going to go with sexual on that. I don't think it is. Just because of the end there. Oh, okay. Learn the correct ways to finish wood projects. Mm. And as a guy who's heard all the wood jokes. That's right. In his life. I guess um, you would know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say I recognize that as definite innuendo. Okay, for sure. Fine. It's an. It's definitely. It's Craigslist. You're right. It's probably sexual. All right. That brings us to this one then. Uh, innuendo or not? Ready? Mm-hmm. Wife's cat. Oh, definitely. Has anyone seen my wife's cat? It's white with short hair. Now, what's another word for cat? That's right. Feline. Oh, that's, that's right. That's where you're going with it. Yeah. You're so self-conscious over there. Matt's nervous all the time when he's on the air with me. I think he thinks he'll get fired for participating in my bullcrap. I think so, but, you know, it hasn't happened yet. So. No. No, we're on a station where people don't normally give a crap about that stuff. I like it. I like that you can use words and, and call people names. So, again, I think this guy's just looking for a cat. Like, I don't think it's anything. I don't think it's that. Okay, well, he's actually looking for a kitty here, you think? Yeah, but I don't know why he would post on misconnections. That that does seem odd. <laughs> Maybe it is innuendo. It's not the ideal place usually, for missing pet stuff. I believe... You put up a flyer. Right. I believe there's like a missing pet section, even. Oh, is there? there I mean, there's a pet section. Why hmm. don't you go there first? That's true. I don't know. Maybe he got confused on what section he was in. Perhaps. Like, oh, whoops. I posted it in misconnections. Well, damage is done. Let's just see what happens. Looking at the Rockford misconnections this morning. Uh, Again, innuendo or not. Let's find out. Uh, Truck driver on 173. Looking for the truck driver that I was talking to at an intersection on 173. I was in a pickup truck and you were driving a really good looking semi truck. I asked to see the inside of your truck and you said next time because you were running late. I'd like to take you up on that offer and check out the inside of that rig. Yeah. Driving a truck. Driving a truck. Got a load. 
heels. So what do you think? Innuendo or not? Wanting to see the inside of that truck. Those are, that's definitely two truckers are just looking for love. Or one trucker anyway. The other guy, maybe was just being nice. You think uh, we're looking at like a lot lizard situation Lot lizards, yeah. Yeah. How about you bend over and let me check out the inside of that rig? (laughs) Oh, you drive that rig nice. Nice and slow. (laughs) Breaker, breaker, one nine. Breaker, one nine. <laughs> this is pretty kitty. Pretty. Looking for a westbound for a bear report. Go. <laughs> Why don't you back that rig in? Why don't you back that rig in here? <laughs> nice and slow. Yeah, definitely. Breaker one nine. This is pretty kitty looking at your rear end. <laughs> it gets lonely out there on the road. Sure it does. There's lots of songs about it. He has I got a sleeper cabin for two. Come on in. Isn't that what that uh, Bob Seger song is about? Being on the road all the time. I Here think, I am. I don't think it's about that. On the road again. No, he walks into a restaurant and everyone's like, how dare you with your long hair, you hippie? Get out. Here I am. Come Bend in. Bend me over. Is that <laughs> right. what it's called? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> on the road again. And that is another rousing uh. rendition of Rockford Misconnections. It went downhill from there. 104.9 The Morning X. 1049 The Morning Eggs said it's Kevin A22, and just in the nick of time, we have Dan from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau walking through the door right as we crack the mics. Good morning. What are you How doing are you? over there? You know, we're just uh, hanging out with the other friends in the uh, the radio You're station. You're fraternizing here. with the uh, with our in with our in building sister stations. I am, and almost yes. missing our segment. Yes, technically, you did. We already did the commercial break. It's fine. I'm sorry. It's fine. You're here. We did a song. Everybody's spirits are up because of the beauty of music, and now we can talk yes. about the uh, events that are happening this weekend in the Rockford region. What do you got? Yeah, this one is uh, pretty cool here. It's new. There is a Title IX festival celebrating the accomplishments and the, the history of the 50th year of uh, Title IX, and so that's hosted by Rockford University, and um, it will also take place out at Bayer Stadium. So, right. so educate me. What is Title IX? Yeah, it is when they... I don't have the law right in front of me, but it's okay. when women's sports and men's sports had to be equal. Okay. Spending. And so, I so okay. it, uh, good. Well, that's good. Yes. It ushered in a whole, whole new wave of accomplishments for a lot of people. And it deserves to be celebrated. It does. Yeah. Um, and so the f- carnival is out at Bayer Stadium on April 2nd. And so, um, it's a good way. It ties in the peaches as well. Oh, so neat. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, you might know a little bit about this next event. It's a comedy night out at Windsor Pizza Parlor. Wait a second. <laughs> yes. Well, wait a second. Is this my comedy show? It is your comedy show. <laughs> We're talking about your event this morning. Like, my name is on there? Your name is on here. Oh, my Comedy God. night, Kevin Wood. That's me. That's me. <laughs> yeah, so tell us about it. What What are the highlights? Uh, well, uh, here, you can get your headphones on there real quick. Uh well, I'll just say this. If you're, if you're coming to my comedy show and you're expecting it to be my humor to be exactly what it is on this show, it's different. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not like a lot of comedians, right? Like, like I'm, my wife is not the villain. That's good. In my story. Um, that's mainly because villains don't usually pop your back pimples in the shower. That's not usually, that's not usually <laughs> what villains do. Uh, could you imagine that? Wow. Those Spider-Man, Peter <laughs> Parker's in the shower and the Green Goblin just shows no, I, up. Turn around. Let me get it. <laughs> I've never thought of that. <laughs> 
Uh, no, really. Now that's know, what I'm going to think of. Usually, you know, the comedy shows go a little bit something like this. Uh, you know, the the host will get up and he'll say, "Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage, let's give it up for Kevin Wood." <laughs> and then I get off stage and it's over and I get paid. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you want to come out, it is a free comedy show. My good friend Matt Hall from Down the Hall, uh, yep. he is going to be on the show as well. Kevin Haas, who also works in the building. Uh, it's a couple of Kevs in a hall. It's Kevs in the hall. Kevs in the hall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy that I made... I made the the Go Rockford E Blast. You did. Wow. You are you are second second in the listing. Oh my second. Your face. Someday I'll be first. Someday. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, that dorky picture they used for me on that flyer. I liked it. Yeah. It really really drew you in. That is from like seven years ago. Hey, hey I'm like he he really went deep in my Facebook pictures to find that one. <laughs> I would have never known. <laughs> that's what's what I get for not sending one in when they ask for it. That's so, true. Yeah. You know yeah. they find a much younger picture of me and that's fine. That's that's great. It's fine. What else? What what else better than me is happening? Yeah. Well, that 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 will be tough to beat. This is uh, this is more for our uh, outdoorsy people and those just interested in learning about bats. So Severson Dells is hosting nice. a bat training. It's not at Severson Dells. It is virtual. So you have to sign up and get the Zoom link that way. But you'll learn everything from what bats do, where they go, what they like to eat, what yeah. to avoid with them. Sure. And uh, yeah, I was gonna play the Batman music in the background, but there's an ad. Ah. It's like See? it's like when you're like someone is like the joke. Well, it's not a joke if there's like an emergency and then you have to sit through like a thirty second ad to learn about the thing to help with the emergency. <laughs> right. And you're like, I don't need to hear about Red Lobster right now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like I'm trying to find oh. out the best way. Oh, they double added you. Oh, they did too. Look at that. Finally, I got the Michael Keaton 1989 Batman music going. Yes. Now you can continue talking about bats. Yeah. Well, that is. Um, that's about that's about all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, when I get the music up, he's done. That's the great. the bats will. I I wonder if you can learn how many species there are, uh, what their flight habits are, which location, which ones turn into Dracula. True, that's an important question. Which ones perform vigilante justice <laughs> in the dark of night? And yes, and have a. How many how many Batman movies have they had now? It's too many. There's a lot. There's there's a lot of them that could be deleted and we'd be fine. I, how many times can you tell the story? Right. And, and yeah, that's what I mean. They keep going back to the beginning. Yeah. Oh, no, here's my take. Shut up. Nobody <laughs> nobody wants your Batman take. We we've heard it all. Yes. I'll take Adam West, Michael Keaton, and maybe Christian Bale. Okay. You know, I haven't seen the new one yet. I'll give it a shot, but I haven't seen it yet. You have you seen the new one? I haven't. No. With Twinkly Twilight Boy? I <laughs> No, that's uh, he's he's been around for a while. Yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, he's the Twilight guy, and now he's uh, in Batman. Well, it's great because he, I mean, he is a good actor. Despite, despite the evidence laid out in the Twilight movies, it, I've seen him in other things, and he's a really strong dramatic actor. Yeah, it turns out it was the script in Twilight, not not just the actor. Yeah, and the fact that that yeah, there's nothing for him to oh, use. <laughs> it's almost it's almost a comedy. Vampires don't twinkle. No. They die when they go out in the sun. <laughs> Even the count from Sesame Street knows that. He just stays in the basement and counts stuff. Yes. Keeps yeah. himself keeps himself busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. But hey, uh, info on these events and more. How do we get it? Yes. Head to GoRockford.com and check out all those details and then sign up for the weekly e-blast. And come see Kevin do comedy. It's free. Thank you, Bill. That's just high voice, Bill. Okay. 
That's what, nice that's, to meet Bill. That's what I. That's what I do, and I don't want to sound like I'm promoting my own self. Okay. This way, I could do it for you. Yeah, you can. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I'm <laughs> glad I made the list. Yay! I, I've made it. The Morning X with Cab. Rockford's own rock morning show. It's 104.9 The Morning X, and uh, our next guest is a two-time Grammy Award-winning comedian with 10 comedy specials under his belt, currently out on his off-the-rails tour. Let's welcome back to the show, Louis Black. Hey, Louis. Hey there. How we doing? Good, man. It's got to be nice to be out of the house on a tour, right? Yeah, it's been, uh, it's, it's been great because uh, if I didn't get out of the house soon enough, I was going to lose my mind. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, on the artwork for the tour, you're pictured in a straight jacket, so you got to be feeling more and more like that's where you belong, huh? Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's, it's it really, it was, when I, when it, during the pandemic, which is a lot of what this show is about, is my response to the pandemic. Sure. I didn't do well. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like other people seemed to do really well. They were coming up, you know, they became, you know, they uh, they were smoking meats in their apartment. I don't know how you do that. You know, they were doing all of this stuff, you know. Gee, sure. I became a sculptor, really, in two weeks. And um, meanwhile, I was uh, I was losing my mind. So a lot of what this act is really about is, is really, you know, what it was like my dealing with um, with the pandemic, which was uh, not good, and I, and I wasn't sure how that would work in terms of an audience, and uh, they, they they really enjoy it because I don't think anybody's really talked about it a lot. Now there there are two <laughs> there are two obvious sides. When you talk about the pandemic, two obvious schools of thought, uh, you know, and I think it varies between left and right. Uh, do, you, do you feel like performing in different areas of the country, you know, garners different responses uh, to that material? Not really, uh, because it's because I, it's me dealing with it. So no matter what side you're on, you know that you didn't you weren't as stupid as I was. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> Uh, you're going to be out at the uh, Chicago Theater on April 30th, and I want to point out this is the only show in the Chicago area this year for Lewis Black, unless you want to drive down the Champagne, and nobody wants to do that ever. So that's what I gather. So <laughs> uh, yeah, in Chicago, the Chicago Theater is just really one great space. Uh, yeah, you got to feel pretty good performing there, huh? Yeah, I love performing there, and I look forward to it each time. You're in uh, Red Bank, New Jersey tonight. Uh, you're from the East Coast, right? Is that uh, different yeah. than performing in the Midwest? No, I mean I don't. You know, once they once uh, once cable, you know, once God created cable, that was uh, ended a lot of it. I mean, there's a slight difference, sure. <laughs> but not really. Everybody kind of everybody gets it. Sure. Uh, there's just uh, it's you know the the approach may be a little it, it's slightly different, but not really much. I don't really notice that much of a difference. I never have. Yeah. So in your uh, 2020 special, thanks for risking your life. You talked a little bit about how it's uh, hard to be funny now. So two years later, harder or easier? Um, for me, it's been easier because I'm out of the house. <laughs> That's good. And, um, <laughs> and I'm not talking. And I'm avoiding certain issues that are complete nonsense. And when I talk about certain things, I make sure that the audience knows. I'm, I'm not, you know, because I'm tired of them taking these certain jokes as criticism. Uh-huh. Uh, and that what I'm, you know, that since we, uh, you know, that I'm talking about my problem, not their problem. So, <laughs> so when I'm talking about that, 
I was hoping they would wear a mask. It's not about me demanding they wear a mask. It was about I'm scared to death if they don't. So it's kind of get a grip, folks. And it's also a lot of it is about if you're coming to see my show, go look at the stuff that I've been doing for years. (laughs) Don't show up and then go, oh, I can't believe he said that. You know, that's what I'm going to say. So, you know. The, 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 you know, what becomes you, you being upset is not my problem. It's your problem. You're the one who didn't do your homework. Right. By now, if you don't know Lewis Black, I can't help you. Yeah, no. And it, and it makes a difference because people, it would be different if people weren't showing up to see me. But sure. I have this huge crowd that comes in to see me and is, and is you know, for some reason is willing to overpay to see me. And so don't, don't bother it. For, don't, don't bother these people. They're going to be very upset. You do talk about hot button topics uh, quite a bit being somebody who talks about topical stuff. So have, have they ever tried to cancel you? Have you ever like had the cancel kids come after you? Not really. I'm, nobody cares. <laughs> I am so low on the celebrity scale. Sure. I have just enough that it's fun. Everybody knows what to expect. And I don't have any effect on the universe. So I don't get that kind of blowback. And I don't, I don't go into the realm of, uh, you know, I'm, we're not going to discuss uh, trans. I mean, I will eventually discuss. I have discussed the trans, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, I'll, I'll end up discussing eventually don't say gay. And I've discussed certain things that don't say gay bill and, uh, and, and choices that, uh, that people make in terms of their, their sexuality. And because, it, you know, if I come I, I'm not using it as an examination of comedy. It's like, you know, it's just basically, you know, hey, schmuck, um, there, you know, it it has no effect on your life with these what people choices are sexually right. none. Right. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. And you know what? After the Oscars, what happened at the Oscars? There, my comedian friends, a lot of them have been talking about getting attacked while on stage. Has that ever happened I to you? I, I I don't understand that. I I don't know why guys. It's I didn't think of it until people started saying it to me during all of these interviews I've been doing. I said Will Smith isn't inspiring a generation of hecklers to now attack. <laughs> people. <laughs> he is not the leader. There are other people who might do it. Uh, has that ever happened to you, though? Has anyone thrown anything at you ever? I, when I was performing right. um, for fun at Bonnaroo, you can actually go online. It's the water bottle incident. It's <laughs> on YouTube. And I was with um, the government mule, and it had me come on stage, and, I, and somebody threw a uh, empty water bottle at me and hit me. And, uh, and the whole band just kind of move toward the edge of the stage <laughs> to put up a guard wall between you and the uh, the attacker yeah. that's great yeah but uh, otherwise in terms of comedy i mean all you get is heckling yeah. you know i mean it apparently it, it appears as if we have have more security at our comedy shows than uh, they had at the um at the Oscars, right? Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Nobody did a damn thing. Nobody did a thing, and they shouldn't have allowed him to accept his award. I mean, that was really, uh, you know, and then to give him a standing ovation, you know, yeah. come on. <laughs> and then Jim Carrey, you know, to his credit, steps forward and goes, hey, hey uh, hello. Somebody right. wake up. So in your uh, a recent rant cast, uh, you put on these rant casts. Are these like post-show podcasts that you do? Is, is that how no, you start? At, yeah, well, it's a post-show. I do a lot. You know, I leave this. I do this show, which is about an hour and five, ten, depending. And then I leave the stage and grab an iPad. And um, I get rants from people who, so in, I'm coming to Chicago. Folks in the Chicago area should write in their rants. I will um, 
then go back on stage and read the rants that come from Chicago or the Illinois uh, area, from that area, and those are live streamed throughout the world. Oh, that's great. So how do you, how do you tune in for those? Go to lewisblack.com. If you go to my website, it'll tell you how to send in the uh, rants, and it'll tell you how to find, find it live streamed. You can watch it on uh, you know, your iPad, your phone. You can watch it practically you know, anywhere but your TV. It's my, it's my, and it is my kind of TV show. <laughs> uh, Lewis Black is a national treasure. He's going to be at uh, the Chicago Theater April 30th. Lewisblack.com for tickets. Lewis, thanks for stopping in this morning. Thank you for having me and giving me the time to let the folks know I'll be there. Thanks a lot. No problem. Uh, be safe out there. Take care. It's 104.9 The Morning X is Kev, and uh, it is National Camel Toe Appreciation Day. Uh, that's why I brought in Kevin and Matt here. Kevin Haas, Matt Hall. What's up, guys? Thank you for noticing my pants. Yeah, I appreciate what it. What are you implying? A little tight today, that's all. Okay, yeah, well. Just yeah. A, a little bit sucking up in the crotch area, but I said it's a celebration. It is not a judgment. It is not a finger point. We are celebrating the camel toe today. Okay, good. I didn't know that was a day, but everybody gets a day. It is. <laughs> I, and I'm inventing holidays because the dumb holiday calendar is too cheesy and too corny. So we need to celebrate the, uh, the things that don't get attention, like the camel toe. So this is your day that you've... Well, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, you know, just earlier this week, we had Kick a Clown in the Junk Day, very popular on Facebook. Okay. I expect National Lotion Day or Vaseline Day, one of the two. Uh, how about lotion slash Vaseline on the same day? Whatever you want to do, it's All your right. call. <laughs> uh, you guys are here because tomorrow we are doing a comedy show together. Oh, that's not a good idea. <laughs> yes, all three of us on stage. Not at the same time. <laughs> oh, oh boy, I have, my plans need to change. No, we, we got a bunch of uh, bunch of comedians in the building. And sometimes people say that sarcastically, ah, a bunch of comedians here, yeah, but we really do. And uh, we've all been on a show before, and it went quite well. We've switched around the order a little bit, and we're doing it again. Yes, I'll be going first because I am I have the least amount of material, so I go first <laughs> and then followed by I believe you, Kevin. Yes, yeah, and then I my job is to basically get the crowd ready so that so that Kevin can destroy. That's right. I'm the headliner this time. Uh, Windsor Pizza Parlor tomorrow. It's a free show, and uh, we're pretty much dead in the water, right, guys? Uh, there's a there is a Final Four college basketball game during our show. <laughs> who picked the date on this thing? <laughs> it was it wasn't me. It wasn't me. So but- who's gonna be the one to ask them to turn off the TVs so that we can do some stand-up. Uh, see, that's where the comics don't have to do anything. We, we have a producer for that reason, and they can take the bullet. <laughs> oh Years gosh. ago, I did a show where a Cubs playoff game was on at the same time, and when they were like, all right, guys, we're turning off the show to start the comedy, and I was the host, <laughs> it was about the worst moment of my <laughs> The only time I've ever had a worse thing happen is I was uh, hosting a show in a bar, a sports bar, packed because it was a Bulls playoff game, and the Bulls were eliminated oh. at the end of that game. And as soon as the game ended, the TV screen goes up, and they're like, all right, we're starting the comedy show. Here's your host, Kevin Wood. Oh. And oh, man, was that was I just dead on arrival. It was pointless. I did so badly that the headliner fired me from hosting and hosted the rest of the show himself. Are you wow. kidding me? <laughs> I, I mean, I was very green at the time. Like, I had just started. Shouldn't have been hosting that show to begin with. Well, uh, but this it, show is going to be amazing. Amazing. It is nearly 10 years after what I'm talking about, so uh, I, I'm a lot better now. <laughs> and I think, too. 
to, I mean, most people that will be there will be there for the show. I hope. I mean, I think most people will be there to play those slot machines yeah, that yeah, directly that too, left right? the stage. People will continuously play slot machines while we're up there. You know, we're, we're fighting a few elements, but I think overall, I think a good time will be had by all. At yeah. least I'll try not to stink too badly to kick things off. You know, that's my job. <laughs> Warming up the room for us. But after that, think about it. After me, it can only get better from there. So you, you really can't go the, the uh, worst direction. <laughs> nothing like trying to tell a joke in the middle of it is just... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I won! Or son of a bitch! Jackpot! <laughs> I like yeah. those machines. Those machines do have volume control. Do oh, they? I didn't realize they that. They do. They're really hard to find, though. But they do have them, and you, maybe we should try and figure that out before the show and just turn them all down. Yeah, I, that is a good plan, because I, when we were there last time, I would hear it going off like in the middle of a joke, and I'd be like, oh, okay, we have a winner. That um, joke was a winner, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One thing I would like to know, is anybody doing new material, huh? huh? No, man, I have, to, I have to run all my tried and true stuff, because I'm warming up for a headlining club gig down in Bolingbrook, which, you know, I made it. By the way, you did. Uh, I mean, I'm at the Promenade Bolingbrook at the CG's Comedy Club, but I got to do all my stuff. So, will this be a preview of the Kevin Wood album? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I it, it will be a preview of what my album would sound like if I was struggling through the whole thing. That's <laughs> that's what it's going to sound like. And, and I can't believe. I mean, I finally made it. I'm on a show with the Kevin Wood. Like <laughs> right. I feel like my career has been. <laughs> To this point, you know, it's been pushing towards this. I'm just excited to be in a studio with you guys, much less on stage with you. You should feel privileged right yeah. now. They say don't open for your heroes, though. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm gonna. it's going to be hard knowing that you're watching me, you know? I know. I, I, I put a lot of pressure on it. I do stare without laughing. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of a thing. Right. But, I mean, Kevin, do you feel like you've... You've made it now. You get to open for Kevin. <laughs> I'm Kevin fully work? expecting, like, after I get off stage, you know, because Kevin comes on right after me, he'll be up and be like, should have done better. <laughs> oh, thanks thanks <laughs> for walking the up. room. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for pissing everybody off before I got to I'm going to do all your jokes on my set, and then <laughs> yeah. I'm going to leave you up there just to... I have I have reserves. They're not good reserves, but I have reserves. If so, if you did that, I wouldn't be completely dead. You'd just hear a lot of my early open mic material, <laughs> which would not be great. Uh, and then you'd fight me in the parking lot. You guys remember like your first jokes? I do. What was what was your first joke? It was pretty bad. It was uh, the day after Valentine's Day, so it went. Did everybody have a good Valentine's Day? And they'd be like, yeah. And I said, yep, I uh, went out to a nice restaurant with this girl. We ordered our food, and then we both supersized our meals. That was the joke. <laughs> I had some joke bad. about... See how bad that was? <laughs> oh, no, I do. I, I can hear the crickets. Yeah, well, it didn't really get a good laugh. I had some joke about how I don't like parades because they're nothing more than flamboyant traffic. And, uh, oh, no. <laughs> don't you still tell that one? Yeah, well, I haven't told that in maybe a decade, but uh, I think maybe my, I'll bring it out for the show. Come hear me I mean, say what you that, just heard me that say. That was hilarious. This Saturday I mean, night. I know I'd pay good money to hear that. Yeah, I think my earliest material was like uh, a lot of it was radio based. Like I did jokes about radio, and it was like, what if real life had commercial breaks like the radio? You know, it was it was a lot of that. It's a funny premise. It, it it is, and I think I could probably do better with it now than I did back did back then. I think I'm gonna do all pizza related material huh what do you think because it's a pizza place Just all pizza jokes get all right. ready all right give me your funniest pizza material yeah let's hear
hear it. I got none right now. I got nothing for you right now. <laughs> you mean you're going to write gold between now yes, and then? Yes, it's going to be extra cheesy for oh, Saturday God. night, baby. I knew baby. there was a cheesy uh, pun coming. There it is. Yes, we got right. there. Serve it up. Slice of jokeroni all night long. So look out. It's going to be better than that. Please come to our show. Yes. All the R-rated stuff that we can't do on the radio, you can hear it. Yes, we get to swear. Right. Exciting. Tomorrow, yeah, not like pizza that cookie parlor. cutter show you're on, Matt. Yeah, yeah well, that cookie know. cutter milk toast radio show down on B103 where you can't do your the material you really want to do. Yeah, well, hey, at least we have people listening, so I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike this show. I'm glad you guys came on. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tomorrow night, Windsor Pizza Parlor. Myself, Kevin Haas, Matt Hall, and Alex Savant, a very funny comedian as well from the Rockford area. Nice, fun local comedy show. Uh, come on out. It's free, and you'll get to see us struggle through trying to, you know, Please, a pissed off basketball audience. I did post a link uh, to the event page on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. And we will give updates on the game throughout the sets. Oh, yeah. We'll just have our phones on. <laughs> That's my whole set. You'll just hear. <laughs> Hold on. There we go. Duke is up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's 104.9 in the morning. X at 8.07 on an April Foos Day. That's right. April Fool's Day has become April Foo's Day at 104.9. The X playing Foo Fighters every hour. And starting in the 9 o'clock hour, Mike, uh, we are going to be doing three Foo Fighters songs at the top of every hour. And that's no joke. No, it is not. Absolutely. We're not even kidding about that. Yeah, no jokes. Uh, I think April Fool's Day has run its course, hasn't it? Yeah, my son this morning switched a couple clocks. So oh, did he really? Eight o'clock. <laughs> nice try, buddy. Oh, uh, he didn't get you. <laughs> didn't, uh, no, didn't get me. See, the best time to get somebody with an April Fool's prank is right when they wake up, because at that point you're not thinking, ah, oh, it's April Fool's Day today. You know, you're you're still not aware of what's even going on around you at that point. So the best thing to do would be to wake me up and be like, you missed your whole shift. Ah, ah! What? <laughs> yeah, I, I I do agree. I think the April Fools, unless you have something really good. And it's been a while since I've seen something really good. Right, and you can't, like, it's so hard to get people because they're all expecting it now, you know? Guards up. Now, I, I'm not going to lie, we have a couple employees that are, are not at work today. So April Fools may carry over to Monday, if you know what I mean. So there may be some shenanigans with the cubicles today. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah see, now, when you let it carry out through the month, some people do that, too. Wow. My sister got me the best I've ever been gotten because she did it later on in the month, um, first of all, so I didn't see it coming. But she um, found like Verizon graphic uh, graphics online um, and made an envelope that looked like it was Verizon and the letter said, you owe us $2,000 <laughs> like, like, or else we're going to cancel and we're going to take you to court and uh, eventually notify the authorities. I was like, but I paid! I paid! Like, I legit, she did such a good job of making it look real, like sent it in the mail to me and uh, uh, and then like I'm I'm in there like freaking out in the kitchen and I, she let me go for a long time. I was I was just about ready to call them and she was like, "Okay, April Fools." I'm like, "You bitch." Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, did she have like the return address to mail the check to like her house or what? Was well, that- it was like at whatever Verizon uses. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like they have like the return address that they send all their their mailings from. It was it was a really good prank. Wow, that's that's commitment there. Yeah, uh, she she got me the best out of anybody ever. But the bad thing about April Fool's Day is that anything big that happens in your life it can't happen today. Right. If you have like an announcement or if you're like a company, right? You can't you can't do anything today, right? My friend Doug, his uh, grandfather passed away on April Fool's Day. 
and like oh, everyone's like ah oh, yeah ha ha Doug <laughs> right yeah right like and like you making all those phone calls you know like that's horrible yeah, right. that's horrible but uh, like from what I understand the guy was also a prankster the the grandpa was so like they, they, nobody really knew for sure until you know obviously until they really did know you know but uh, that's a that's a bad day. Yeah, not not a good day to die. Is there a good day to die? Though? Not really. No. Okay, no one, I just want to clarify that. No one's ever like, I prefer the fourth. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, if I could prefer the first through third, but fourth through sixth is okay. Yeah, that never happens. Uh, we are going to talk ice hogs hockey with uh, Mike Peck here after after uh, White Zombie over there. It's one hundred four nine the morning X at eight eighteen in studio. The one and only Mike Peck of the Rockford Ice Hogs. Tag team champion of the world! I need my, my morning tea <laughs> and Chumbawamba, and now I'm ready. Oh, yeah. It's Friday, baby. It is Friday. Uh, no games at the BMO this weekend, though. No, teams out in, um, I don't want to say sunnier locations because it's pretty sunny, but definitely warmer locale. They're in Tucson. Out there in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah. How do you get Tucson out of T U C S O N? Yeah, it's definitely Tucson. Tucson? Oh, it was the C first? C's first. Oh. Yeah. That is yeah. weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Someone definitely had a, a a spelling error or something. Or somebody read it wrong. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's Tuxin. Well, that, well, that sounds better. It's Tucson sounds better. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not going to say it's it's uh, cold there, but it's definitely sunnier for sure. Yeah, yeah. We can have all the sunshine in the world, and I, I think Arizona is the surface of the sun. Pretty much, right? They haven't right? discovered that yet, but I think it is. <laughs> Judging by the landscape, yeah, it, it probably, if the sun could have a surface, yeah. that's what it would probably look they like. Can't, they can't have chicken farms there, because they all just laid hard-boiled eggs. They're, they're all just... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I, I, may, I may use that. I'm going to steal that, I think. Yeah, go, you, you may. That's that's good. You may perform me tomorrow night at Windsor Pizza Parlor, eight p.m. Uh, anyway, so yeah, they're in Tucson tonight or Tucson, however you want to pronounce it. Is um, that a new team to the league? Uh, they've been in for a couple years. Okay, uh, we've I, played them one other time. I don't recognize the Tucson Roadrunners uh, uh, from past years. So. Yeah, it's been a couple of years since we played them. We didn't play them the COVID year, and we didn't play them last year either. Also, a COVID year. Yeah. Beep beep. Yeah, <laughs> that's their theme song. Actually, is it really? <laughs> it should be the Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> would that be? <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> they, uh, they they should have two mascots. They should have a Wiley Coyote and a and a Roadrunner, right? Yeah, and well, I hope the Hogs drop an anvil on them. <laughs> They're actually playing at the Acme Arena tonight, so it's uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were. I wish you weren't kidding. Yeah, oh, man, well, that, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? It would. Why not go the full nine yards? We're going to do something, right? Well, you know, the problem with pro sports is is people take themselves a little bit too serious, and um, minor league sports is still a little bit. It's better from that standpoint, but it's starting to creep into. We got to be safe. You know, and it's right. just like, have a little fun, you know? Yeah. Sa- Acme Arena. Safety first, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so they have yeah, Tucson tonight and tomorrow. Then they get to hop on a, a six-hour bus trip through the desert. But fun. they end up in, well, Henderson, which is kind of Vegas. So our first ever trip to Henderson. And actually, they are opening up their brand new arena this weekend. On a side note, have you read into Vegas how many arenas they're opening up there? Are they? Are they it's insane. So you just had what is it? The uh, I don't even know. Is it the Verizon Center? Is it the I don't even know what, where is they is that? Go- where the Golden Showers play? Yeah, yeah. yeah the Mobile okay. T-Mobile, whatever, whatever it's called. Yeah. Right. So you have that one. You got the football stadium, right. Allegiant. I think. I, again, I, I think that's what it's called. Okay. 
Henderson is opening up their new arena. Well, it's been open for about three weeks, but it's hockey this weekend. They're opening up two other major arenas. They've announced plans in Vegas over the next like four or five years. Plus, you got the MGM, you got you know Orleans. I mean, you got how many people can you? How, how, where do the workers come from? I don't know. Isn't that insane? Are they preparing for the Olympics? Jesus, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, basically, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Henderson. If you're ever in Vegas and you're just kind of exploring and you find yourself in a really bad neighborhood, you're in Henderson. Congratulations. Really? See, I thought Henderson was where everybody in Vegas lived. It is, but it's, I'm not saying it's nice. Oh, all right. Well, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're ever like, huh, there's a lot of uh, convenience stores and pawn shops all of a sudden. Uh, we're in Henderson. <laughs> Yikes. Go down Tropicana far enough, you'll get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I've ever almost died in Henderson. I'm not saying that. Not so, now, are you going to run like a tour guide? I, I, yeah, I could see like, hey, we got the Hoover Dam, we got like Old Town Vegas here, we can go down the Strip. We got Henderson. Everybody put on your Kevlar vests, we're going into <laughs> Henderson. <laughs> but that's uh, that's where the uh, hogs are going to be. And then uh, coming back home for the ninth, a week from tomorrow, correct? Yeah, for our big jersey auction night. It's going to wow. be it's going to be awesome. We are we're we're going to be the Wagon Wheel Cardinals next Saturday night. Oh, hold on. The what? Cardinals? The Wagon Wheel Cardinals. <laughs> the Wagon Wheel. Wait, did I say Wagon how funny? How do you spell that? W-A-Y-G-I-N. W- Wagon. <laughs> That's the Minnesota Yeah, the there Canadian it is. Come, coming out. Yeah, W-A-G-O-N. Wagon. <laughs> the Wagon Wheel. <laughs> Great. No, they... <laughs> okay. You're gonna you're gonna change the team's name just for one night. Yeah, just for one night. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna wear a special wagon wheel cardinal jersey. Me, mama, like a wagon wheel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Continue. What's yeah. it all about? And then uh, we're gonna raise money for the uh, for the Greg Lindmark Foundation, uh, which is awesome, by the way. They basically what they do is they provide services for our first responders. Um, so it's it's really cool. Check out our, our website, isogs.com. All the info on the wagon wheel Cardinals is on there, <laughs> as well as the uh, as well as the uh, Greg Lindmark Foundation. Yeah, I was listening uh, to a previous broadcast of ours, and uh, you were saying Winnipeg. 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 You were, you were definitely hitting that egg on there. Uh, it's, it's very good. I like it. I like the accent. I do. It's just, it's, it's very, um, friendly sounding. Every once in a while it pops. Actually, it pops every time. You can't even time. be a robber so. with that accent. You'd be like, put all the money in the bag. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to inconvenience you, but I'm, I need all the money. <laughs> this is a stick up, okay? Oh, my Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I uh, hope you go see the Rockford Ice Hogs when they come back into town. In the meantime, you can stream all the games at thexrockford.com uh, and uh, text HOGS to 815-874-2104. Uh, no longer using that five-digit um, texting code, by the way. Not an April Fool's joke. We really did drop the old texting code. You can now text us on the studio line number. Oh, look at that. 874-2104. Yeah, right. You can text us now with the same number you call us uh, like everybody else on planet Earth. So uh, <laughs> it just makes it easier. So you've already got our number saved, of course, in your phone. So you can do that. It's text. number three on speed dial. Yeah, text Hawks <laughs> for a link to uh, stream all the games. And then uh, for the uh, the game next 
Saturday, yep. the wagon wheel thing. Wagon wheel kernels. That's right. And we have guns and hoses before, too. Oh, nice. Yep. I like that. Yep, yep. And then uh, Sunday's pucks and paws. We could talk more about that next week. Yeah, we'll do that. Yep. Uh, Let's uh, talk about the Henderson Strip next week and more about wagon wheel and <laughs> pucks and paws. <laughs> Mike, pick of the Ice Hogs. If you want to buy tickets, go to the People Box office or call what number? 815-968-5222. That number again, sir. 815-968-5222. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. This is 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. Oh, good morning at 8.53. <laughs> We're getting you on your ride to work this morning. It's uh, Kev with Michael Pulpenberry. Hey. Hey, are we all just doing that voice here now? That's the uh, old-time radio DJ right there. Is that what that is? It's actually not that long ago that radio DJs were all, like, talking like that. That's the thing. It's just, like, when did that stop? Like, at what point in time did radio DJs stop to be like, oh, hey, everybody, you are listening to World of Four Some of them still do that. I, but, like, still, who? But I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've been accused. I want names, man. Dude, I, even I've been accused of putting on a false radio voice. I'm like, no, this is how I talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you. <laughs> I've hung out with you outside of here, and yeah. that's how you talk. This is just my voice, you know? But and, and and sometimes I'll crank up the energy for on the air, sure. so maybe it sounds like I'm doing the radio thing. Yeah. But, like, I'm, I'm not like, hey! But, like, what if you were like that all the time, like, outside of things? Like, yeah, could I get a venti iced Americano? I know people like that. I would not like. Are they are they actually radio DJs personalities, yeah, yeah. or are they just annoying people? No, <laughs> no, no, I know radio people, and I know I know a guy uh, who used to be a radio guy, and like he's like he does like wedding DJ stuff now too. Yeah, but um, like you call him and he'll answer the phone. Well, hello, my friend. They just like can't get rid That's of just it. His like voice, they, they, yeah. they, it just keeps haunting them throughout their <laughs> life. Like they're proposing, <laughs> like oh, I love you more than anything. Do you want to get married this Saturday? <laughs> Hello, this I Sunday, like to, Sunday, Sunday. Hello, I like to speak to the doctor about a mark on my neck. <laughs> yeah. Does this look infected to you? <laughs> <laughs> they just insert commercial teases into their daily life as well. <laughs> yes, the doctor said I've got a big problem. I'll tell you what it is right after this. <laughs> this evening, our dinner will be sponsored by Rice-A-Roni, <laughs> the San Francisco treat. Ding, ding. <laughs> Yeah, I'd imagine that would get annoying in relationships. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, you know. But you know, radio is radio is an art form, you it know. Is. And and at one point, that was the art: being able to be as big and uh, flashy as possible and stay within a time limit. Yeah. Now everything's automated, so the time limit thing is a lot easier to to figure out. And you know, but like now we have, they used to have to like talk up the ramp of a song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And you'd have to like nail it perfectly. Yeah. Uh, it used to be. Yeah. The song starts playing, and then like you got to get all those words in before like the first verse hits. Right. Yeah. It's called hitting the post. Oh man, see that you're getting all kind of inside knowledge today, folks. You didn't even realize. There's that. a skill to that, you know, just being like, yeah, it's 104.9 The X coming at you on a Friday morning, April 1st. It is April Fool's Day today, and the weather's gonna be not ideal, but I think we're gonna get through it together. And I'm not even lying about that. In the meantime, we're going back to the 90s with this one. The early 90s with the band called The Spin Doctors and Two Princes on 104.9 The X. That's called skill. See? See that, folks? Oh, my gosh. He just he talked about it, and then he gave you an example, and you just nailed that, dude. Like, mic drop right there. Hey, I learned it. Just yeah. because I don't, I'm not required to do it here doesn't mean I didn't have right. to learn it. That was smooth, to get though, into radio. dude. Just that about, was smooth. If it were a song I didn't know, I wouldn't have been able to do that. <laughs> right. Since I kind of know how long that intro is, right. you learn it. You know? Exactly. 
oh man, that was sweet. I got to find some skills like that. That that's a smooth transition, man. Thanks. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a practiced skill. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to just practice hitting the post. That's that was a <laughs> thing I used to do. Yeah. All right, everybody. Today we're going to work on hitting the post. All right. Today's song is Rick Astley's "Never Going to Give You Up." Here we go. One hundred four nine. The X. Coming at you on a Friday morning, and uh, we are cranking the tunes today, going back to the 1980s, with a little fella from England. You may know, he's about four feet tall, the whitest guy you've ever seen in your life. It's Rick Astley, and never going to give you up on 104.9 The X. You gotta talk right up to that. Yeah, man, you do. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so sweet. Like you're over there doing all the work, and I'm just over here dancing, man. <laughs> I would be too distracted to like do anything because I would be dancing so much. Well, that that's you know part of the fun of radio. So you get to listen to music, but that's sometimes people think that's all you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I would love to sit around and listen to music all day. Like you don't see me at four in the afternoon still working on stuff and in, in, on my computer. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, man, you're putting that work in. He's yeah. got that skill hitting the post, folks. I, but I'm not playing a martyr for how much work I do. Right. Because I'm proud of it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, Michael Palminari is here. Uh, more nonsense with him coming up <laughs> on The Morning X. It's 104.9 The Morning X, 916. In studio, it's Michael Palminari. Hey, man. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Michael! Hey, there we go. There we go. Michael! Michael! <laughs> man, I loved watching that movie on TV when I was growing up. The Jackson 5 story? Sure. Oh, dude. It was one of the best ever. <laughs> uh, well, uh, looking forward to WrestleMania this weekend, I bet, right? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I cannot wait. I I, uh, I mean, it's WrestleMania. It's just like sure. the biggest uh, uh, wrestling nerd festival <laughs> of all time. Is that still a pay-per-view event? So I don't know anymore. They, they, I think they still call them pay per views, but like because the WWE no longer has like their own streaming network, it's all on Peacock now. Oh, I mean, the basically I call them. Um, uh, I mean, they're event specials essentially. I mean, it's not a pay per view that you order. You have to be a member of like Peacock in order to see it. Right. Sure. Um, but I mean, it's two nights now, just because like you know, for years leading up, you know, until 2020, like the last WrestleMania before 2020 was like eight hours long. Oh my god. Yeah. So they split it up between two nights now, so it's Saturday and Sunday. Only thing longer than that is a Polish wedding. Oh my god, I know, <laughs> or like a Catholic mass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's long, man. That's an entire work shift right there. That's yeah. a lot to be asking. We try to keep comedy shows within ninety minutes because right. you lose people's attention after a while. I couldn't imagine. Imagine going to see an eight-hour comedy show. Nope. There have been. There have been, yeah. Dave Chappelle is, is, you know, headlining. Yeah, he's probably going to do five hours if he feels like it. That's a lot. Yeah, that that's too much. You lose people's attention after a while, regardless of how good each segment is. Right. Too long, and you start to get, you know, your butt numb. You yes. Know? Yeah. But if also, if, like, you're in a, if you're, like, in a big stadium or big arena, like, you know, yeah, it's cool to be within, like, the energy of the stadium around all the fans. I mean, like, we're at this event live, and you get to see a lot of your favorite super stars live but at the same time like you're so distant from it that like you're so often just staring at the big screens just so you can see what's happening it's like the older i get the more i'm like i want to be not around big crowds i want to like be in the comfort of my own home not stand in line to get snacks not Uh stand in line to like use the restroom so 
I'm still going to watch it. It's what's be the What's the big matchup you're looking forward to at WrestleMania here? What's the What's the big ticket? Uh, big ticket on the card. I mean, I think the big ticket event is going to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns because it's going to be the Universal Title versus the WWE Championship, and they're going to combine them to be one title. Apparently, so do the wrestlers still just use their names now? Are there, there Are there no like wrestling nicknames anymore? Like I mean, like the I, Rock and uh, I, guess, I mean, if anything, so Seth Rollins goes by Seth freaking Rollins, so it's like I guess I guess he's now freaking. I don't know. Like, there was like the Undertaker, the Ultimate Warrior. They used you know? to have the gimmicks, man. Yeah. But now, like they're they're. I mean, some of those names aren't even their real name. Like Brock Lesnar's real name is is Brock Lesnar, but yeah. like Roman Reigns, his real name is Joe Anawi. Like he's a part of this like big Samoan wrestling yeah. dynasty. Or like the Rock, his name is Dwayne Johnson. Or like <laughs> <laughs> you're obviously yeah. not gonna imagine trying to chant Dwayne Johnson. Come get me, Dwayne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you smell what Dwayne. Is cooking, yeah, not I, happening. I was thinking of uh, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia when they had their uh, wrestling event, dude. Oh my god, Danny DeVito's like, I'm the trash man. I, my girlfriend and I have been binge watching <laughs> It's Always Sunny, and I'm telling you, that is the next episode up that we're about to watch. I've seen that episode before, but I love that episode where they got the abs painted. Uh, on yeah. their, uh, yes. They're coming out, stomp, stomp, clap, yeah, stomp, 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 clap. clap. You don't have to say it, just do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh I my god, get in the ring and I throw trash all over the place. <laughs> That's so good. That is by far one of the best shows ever. It and is still on TV. It, and man. yeah, they're they're officially the longest running uh, live action uh, television show. Are they really of all time, man. Seasons wise, I think. I mean, uh, like I said, I've been binge watching it, and I feel like seasons four and five is when they really started hitting their stride as far as like really finding their characters and developing their chemistry oh, as sure. like an ensemble. Man, those those folks, they they you know they're great actors because they play dumb so well. Never nominated for an Emmy Award the whole time it's been on, and that is astounding. That's Not an a crime. acting for and like Danny DeVito should have won an Emmy for at least three of those seasons. Oh my gosh. Least. Danny DeVito, he is just uh one of the best sports out there for doing a lot of the stuff that he does. He's the trash man. He's the trash man. <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully that hopefully we at WrestleMania we see the trash man show up at least. I think that's who's gonna fight Seth freaking Rollins. Oh, okay. Just because <laughs> they're waiting. He doesn't have an opponent yet, so Vince McMahon is gonna announce it. Okay. Yeah. That's great. No opponent yet. So what am I doing? Yeah. Anyway. Well, <laughs> yeah. Where's my opponent? Hey, hey, boss, do I got an opponent yet? You're fired! <laughs> anyway. That's what's going to happen. The segment is going to be the rest are getting fired. More with Michael Palmadera coming up. we got to do the tool of the day. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the day. Uh, muy idiotas. Wait, that was very idiots. Very idiots? Yeah, I'm not quite up on my Spanish at the moment, but um, lots of dumb going on here. This is classic tool of the day stuff here, Michael. I want to I see if you can guess uh, what exactly happened here. Oh A woman uh, was arrested for stealing cars, and uh, she got out on bail, and she showed up for her court appearance on Monday, and now she's back in jail. What do you think happened? <laughs> Did she drive one of the cars she stole to court? <laughs> you got it. Did I really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You got it, man. Yeah, she uh, drove to court in 
another stolen car. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not sure how they figured it out. I don't know if like she showed up and as she was leaving the court case, they saw her license plate and said, oh hey, this is uh, another stolen car. Or if she like had a fleet of stolen cars at her house already. No idea. But uh, now she's in a lot more trouble. She's like leaving the court, the cart and they see her getting it in the, in, in the car and she's like hot wiring <laughs> it as she leaves. She's like, I forgot my keys today and I don't have a spare either. Yeah, right lady. Yeah. Wow, that 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 is pretty gutsy right there. You we, don't know? Al- we don't often get tool of the day stories from California, but because uh, the, the West Coast, I don't know, it just seems less dumb. Uh, they're less dumb out there. I don't know. But Maybe they're just not reporting it. Like they, well, I mean, there's so much attention on Florida these days. Right. But, I mean, they're they're really doing a good job of making it. Make a California woman apparently. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm almost impressed by that. You know, like I'm almost impressed by the fact that she showed up to court. For the reason that she was in court. That's either a lot of uh, balls or a lack of brains. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. that day she was just like, you know what, maybe I should just take public transportation. Yeah. Or maybe <laughs> right. try to find a ride. Maybe I'll walk. How about Uber? Yeah, maybe I'll take a uh, <laughs> maybe I'll take a lift that day or something like that. Have wow. somebody pull you in a radio flyer wagon. I don't care. Yeah. Just don't steal another car to get there. But I want to know, like, how did she do it? Was she like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. And they're like, there's a car, I'm going to steal it. Right, did she just like, you know, go up to a, a red light and be like, get out of the car! She is living grand. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. She is a real-life Grand Theft Auto human being. What is that, a sim? Is that a sim? Is yeah. that what they're called? A little NPC there. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, wow. Anyway, she's off to tool jail. Don't be a tool like this lady here. But if you want the right tool for your job, Rockford Retool on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese, where Chuck E. Cheese either is or was, and I'm not even sure if it's still there. But it's on East State Street. They buy, sell, and trade tools. Stop in, see Dave, tell them the morning X sent you, or visit rockfordretool.com. We found a moldy breakfast sandwich behind the desk. And you know what? F*** it. We're going to eat it. We'll be right back. Or we'll be at the hospital. Either way, the Morning X will return somehow. It's really going places. New artist Ozzy Osbourne oh. uh, flying high again on 104.9 The Morning X. Yeah, Ozzy that? Osbourne. So, yeah, I think that's how you say it. I oh. think he was from the band The Ozone Layer. Yeah, I think that's where he originated. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, he was like the core of that group, from what I understand. He's also the founder of that music festival, Ozfest. Remember that? Ozfest. Yeah. Yes, yes, I do. I do remember that. They used to, uh, he, such a good time, man, Ozfest. Uh, the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard uh, of Oz, one of the best movies of all time. That's why he named his album The Blizzard of Oz. Yeah, you remember there's, that? A, there's a TV show out there called Oz. Yeah, uh, right. It's pretty the, good. It's about jail, right? Yeah. yeah. There's another TV show out there I like called Ozark. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever <laughs> How long can we stretch that bit? As long as we want. <laughs> I got your real rock report coming up in just a little bit. Powered by Oscars Pub and Grill and Jack's Pub. Michael Palmondary in the in the studio. What's up, man? What's up, buddy? You got something going on this weekend? You're performing anywhere? What are you doing? We got a few things going on this weekend. Ooh. So, Fats Productions Presents has shows this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Tonight, Friday night, we're going to be at Lucha Cantina with two shows at 7 and 9.30. We got our headlighter, Chastity Washington, out of Milwaukee. She's fantastic. I love working with her. Uh, you got to call and make reservations for Lucha Cantina for those shows. So, that number there is 815-977-4319. Again, that number is 815-977-4319. Shows at 7 and 
and 9.30 tonight at Lucha Cantina. Hot and then, stuff. Hot stuff, baby, this evening. <laughs> <laughs> and then tomorrow night, we're going to be cranking up the heat a little bit more at Windsor Pizza Parlor with a show at 8 o'clock. That show is free. Uh, but we got our headliner, our headliner sitting right across from me. We got our headliner, Kevin. He's going to be headlining that show tomorrow night at Windsor Pizza oh, Parlor. knock it off with the booing. I brought his fan base in here. That's his fan base. I brought them all with me. So uh, Yeah, you can come out and see me do all my jokes. Yeah, I've seen him do his jokes before, and they're fantastic. He's oh, hilarious. He's one of my favorite comics to work with. Thank you, because I feel like my listeners don't understand the difference between what I do on air and what I do on stage. There Completely is a difference. different. They're, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Very different. I can do more on stage than I can do on the air. We'll put it that way. Yes. Uh, just, <laughs> just don't come yeah, yeah. and slap me in the face while I'm up there. That's all I ask. And he uses his regular voice. You know? I do. He uses his regular and, voice. And you'll hear, like, oh, that is the way he talks. That's yeah. exactly how he talks. We, okay, we have something called a mic voice. Okay, uh-huh. it's, It is different than maybe talking person to person, right? Right. Uh, but it's because you need to put energy, you still need to project when you speak in, into a microphone or on stage. That's just how it works. Yeah. Well, even like yeah, even with comedy, like it's me, but it's like me turned up a little right. bit more just because I'm entertaining people, or at least I hope I'm entertaining people, and I'm p- trying to put on a show, right? So it's like Michael, but turned up to an 11 or something well, like even that. Even comics like Stephen Wright, for example. Stephen right. Wright, from what I've heard... Like, I don't know if you, if you don't know who Stephen Wright is. He's a one-liner comic from Boston uh, who was big, started getting big in the '80s. So right. he's, he's an old, he's an old-fashioned dude, but all his delivery is pretty much just like this. Very, very yeah, monotone. But he puts energy into being that character. Yeah, energy doesn't necessarily mean being like big and over the top. Right. It just means like you take the energy and you focus it into what you want to do, right? So he's taking his energy and he's focusing it into those one lines that he's doing. Yeah, uh, favorite Stephen Wright line is, uh, I got arrested for walking in somebody else's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's very similar to like Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg, in my opinion, was one of the best joke writers ever. Oh yeah, it was just, it was one of those He's one of those guys where only he could do his material and, Correct. Ma- and make it funny. Like, well, yeah, and that's the thing. That's what made it so specific to him and made it his style. Because there's a lot of people out there who, like, you can give them jokes and they can make it funny. It's almost like giving a, a really good comedic actor a script and they can make the lines funny. But that doesn't make it, like, necessarily, like, it doesn't sound like it's their own, yeah. if that makes sense. Somebody asked me recently what comedian I would compare myself to. And I couldn't come up with something. I almost think I'm giving myself a little bit too much of a pat on the back for comparing myself to another comic. You know, I'd rather just be my own thing. Right. And and it's hard to be super original when you're joking about real life things. You know, I also think that like a lot of comics in the beginning, they just they without knowing it, maybe subconsciously, they impersonate a comic that they really like. That's like their hero. So you might see a lot of people impersonating like George Carlin or something like that in the beginning because that's their favorite comic and they didn't realize it until they eventually find their quote unquote. Voice. Yeah, when I first started, um, I was definitely emulating Louis C.K. Right. Without doing it on purpose. It right. Was just, it was just I was doing jokes like his. I was almost his stage per- persona. I was kind of adopting that. I and think. that's your reference to comedy, right? Because if that's sure. what you listen to the most or at that time, grew anyway. up with at that yeah. time, that then that's like, especially because that might have been like what the popular style of comedy at that point in time. If I had started in 2006, it would have been Dane Cook. Uh, that was me. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like when I first started <laughs> trying to stand up, I was trying to emulate Dane Cook, but without even really noticing it. Right. It's just something you do when you're trying to learn how to be a stand up comic, right? It's yeah. But now I'm like, like, who am I most like? I have no idea. I, I because I, I just doing jokes about myself, so I don't know. Like if I were to compare my like material, like I mean, grade wise, as far as like rating wise, like dirty, clean, you know what I mean? Like I don't know, I'm somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I mean, I can go dirty if I really want to, but I oh, try yeah. to keep it clean. I have a good 
seven to ten minute stretch of god awful filthy material. For if my cleaner stuff just isn't working, right? <laughs> I can turn I can turn the switch real fast oh, and give you yeah. the most disgusting stuff you've ever heard. There are some audiences that want that. There are some audiences who like sometimes I go up on stage with like my set ready to go, and it's like they just want you to talk to them. So it's like okay, I guess I'm just doing crowd work tonight. That's what you want to hear. I did comedy for a group of say 85 year old people once. I mean, there was nobody younger than that. And, oh really? Um, I did all my jokes, and and out of all the material, I did only one joke got a laugh, and it was the worst joke. <laughs> I might have told you this on the air before. I, I could be repeating myself, but the joke was, wow, these cell phones are crazy, huh? I put mine on airplane mode, and I have no idea where it landed. <laughs> that was the only joke that made all those 85-plus people laugh. It's weird that like a cell phone joke is the, is the one thing 85-year-old people could relate yeah. to. Yeah, but I had nothing else for them. I don't... I don't I, I don't know. It's, yeah, how does somebody who's like decades younger than their audience? It was such a to dad joke, you know. It was like it was such like a, a straightforward dad joke, and yeah. uh, it it worked. Oh man! <laughs> I'm like I need to get like an hour of just stupid ones like that. To but you just never know what type of crowd you're going to be in right. front of and what they're going to like. You know, like I did a show last weekend in front of a very small town. It was like a town of less than three thousand people. So it's just like okay, I got I got to yeah. find material that relates to them, and and they like it. But those are towns where it's just like they don't they don't have a whole lot of other things going on so it's just like this is the one spot in town that everybody goes to there's entertainment sometimes i found those smaller towns are just a little more appreciative of it because that's the one thing that they have to do that night yeah that's those are those are great yeah uh anyways come see all the shows this weekend lucha cantina tonight uh, windsor pizza parlor tomorrow if you want to come see me it's come free. see him He's a funny guy. It's a free show. Save that money for pizza. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And save that money. Save the laughs. You're going to go see Kevin tomorrow night. You're going to come see me tonight. We've got three great shows with Fats Productions Presents this weekend. Come check them out, folks. Yes. Uh, we're going to wrap it up for the Morning X for the week. If you missed anything uh, all week long, it's going to be up in the Morning X this week podcast later today. I hope it'll work today. For some reason, the post didn't work last week. So I'm going to try and get last week's and this week's up today for you to listen to. Uh, so you'll you'll get to hear, if you missed Lewis Black earlier today, you'll get to hear him. Uh, if you missed... Uh, anything we did earlier this week with the Who Haven people, with the owl that was in here, all that stuff. It's all going to be the podcast. Uh, you can catch up at thexrockford.com or subscribe to the Morning X This Week podcast on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts as well. We'd love to connect with you and let us know that you listen to the podcast. Send us a text at 815-874-2104. Half is in after 10 o'clock. It's April Foo's Day, kicking off every hour for the rest of the day with three Foo Fighters songs in a row. Uh, to commemorate Taylor Hawkins, but also just to celebrate the badassery of uh, Foo Fighters. Yeah, they're one of the best bands of all time. I love them. Uh, crappy weather weekend coming up. Heads up. Uh, not going to be great. There, I did my due diligence with the weather. <laughs>